You're listening to The Long Game Podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Scaiano. People, it's my anniversary show. One year. I have been talking long game for a full year. It's a pretty major milestone. And as the year has neared, I have been shown all the positives that have come from creating content consistently. So today, I'm sharing what I have learned from having a podcast for one year. The long game is consistency. You're listening to The Long Game Podcast with Sandra Scaiano. In a world where everyone is doing, it's easy to get lost in a sea of comparison, secret tricks, and promises of overnight success. The Long Game is my approach to business. The actual day-in and day-out philosophy that you have to show up, you have to do the work, and there's no quick fixes for long-term success. I'm a web designer, digital strategist, and energetic thinker, and I'm here to share the process and lessons I experience with my clients daily who are going through the same struggles of building a business as you are. We'll hear from successful entrepreneurs sharing their long game strategies, and I'm fun, so we're going to have a little fun along the way too. Thanks for being here. Let's get to today's episode. What a year since I started this podcast. I mean, I launched during a global pandemic, right? Right? Very towards the beginning of it. You know, the Black Lives Matter movement became a force in social justice. Remote schooling became a total way of life. There was an intense presidential election and a winter calculating snow in feet instead of inches. (laughs) The happenings in the world really shaped the content that I put out in my first year. You know, since I launched early into COVID, many of the episodes touched on, you know, how it was affecting our lives and our businesses, from how women in particular were affected by the pandemic, to the art that was being made to express our collective grief. No other time would I be creating this content. And that's a really intense thought to think about, that what is happening in the world is affecting what we're doing every day. And it's affecting our art and the content that we create. You know, we were so in it. And there's a number of episodes of The Long Game in year one that were really a reflection of our shared experience at those times. You know, how we adapt to new situations and a shared look at the world. I love that people were able to come on and express what they were going through and able to have that be heard by other people. And this was a platform to bring that out and further into the world. You know, so this podcast has given me a platform, you know, to share my interests and my perspective through art, through pop culture, and through business, you know, my philosophy on business. I was able to share what I've studied, what's influenced me, you know, the books that have really helped shape my thinking, you know, the food that I love to eat. And most of all, the people that I've come across in my journey, I was able to share, you know, these other women and their views and their ideas and our connection. As much as I wanted to share and have a platform for myself, I started the podcast to build a habit. In all my years of owning a business, I never created consistent content for myself. You know, I know the value of it and I show my clients like how to build this out in their businesses. So much so that Content has become a pillar of my own brand, but I never made time for myself to create it. I never created content for myself. 
You know, my time was really client focused. And there were times throughout the years that I made content, but it was always event oriented or much shorter lived, you know, not vast and ongoing and consistent. So this podcast has really been an exercise in consistency for me. You know, I didn't have a plan laid out. I went week to week at times, you know, and sometimes I was able to batch content ahead, but I let ideas come and be worked, you know, into ideas for the podcast. I followed up with entrepreneur friends, you know, some of them really would spark something in me and say something or even mention something on social media. That was a spark for a whole episode. And I reached out to them and followed up on it. And guess what? Everyone said yes. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. You know, so all the content is very timely that I created last year, but it's also evergreen. You know, that was another goal of mine was to create content that would last. So yes, if you listen to something, strategies update, but much of what we talk about on the Long Game Podcast gives you an understanding of an approach that you can continue to build on as you grow your business and your ideas. One of the biggest lessons I hope to get across through my podcast is that this is your business and you can set it up any way you want. You can market it how you want, you can offer what you want, and you can decide who are the people that you want to spend your time with. You know, we open our businesses to attain an idea of success. And for each of us, that means something different. It's important to recognize what you need for your business, what step you want to take to build, and then create your strategy for that. This podcast was me moving in a direction to scale my own business, long game style. All right, so I have mapped out six benefits of having a podcast for a year. So I'm just going to hop right in. I just shared my story of creating a habit. And now that I've persevered through the year and really shown up consistently for a year, I have this bank of content. You know, this is a foundation for me to take to the next steps and scale my business. You know, I could have chosen to go a social media route instead of the podcast because that's also a way that people choose to find their voice and create consistent content. But for me, I needed this interim point, you know, this interim step. And this was a broader content step that really fit for my life and for the ability to execute it. It wasn't just about writing ideas in a journal, you know, I needed to be fulfilled with broadcasting something, putting it out there and getting feedback. So, you know, the podcast was really a good choice for me. And now I'm able to make that next step into doing social media and maybe putting my focus there because I have this bank of content that is very brand focused and really promotes me and my ideas and my philosophies in different ways. And having this consistent content to draw from, during the year, I was able to begin to use Pinterest as a platform to promote the podcast. It's another long game approach, building a following with consistency and keywords. I know that Pinterest is a search engine, not a social media platform. And we've talked about this in episode 29, so you can go back and listen to that, Pinterest Traffic Builder. So having content that I can use to write up engaging descriptions 
is drawing eyes to my work. You know, and it's amazing. It's audience building, it's traffic building. And these were the elements that I needed for my own business, you know, and, and to really look at what I've actually, like how far my brand has come on the Pinterest platform in a short period of time. It's really intriguing. You know, that banked content has given my team and I something to fill my account with and my page with. You know, we took our time to learn it properly, to set up the account properly, you know, not expecting results right away. And now we're able to reference this data on the platform, uh, you know, and, and when you look at data, when you have data, you're able to make informed decisions. You're able to see what content is resonating with people. You're able to build on that momentum and see who your audience is. So I not only see my stats in Pinterest and what's happening there, but also the stats of my overall podcast analytics. And this has really helped. So number two, the second benefit is I was able to address timely, in a timely manner, these worldly cultural ideas, you know, like so many things happened this past year, as I mentioned earlier, but how do you deal, you know, having experts share their tools and their system, you know, and actually creating that piece of support for my audience, you know, that was very satisfying to me. I look back and see in episode six, how I talk about communicating your business updates, you know, what you need to update on your site, what you need to add to your site to keep your audience updated for your business during COVID. I mean, this was all new to everyone. So just having some strategies of start here, here's a few things to help. In episode eight, I shined a light of the activism that was being created and I highlighted specific artists. It was my approach to supporting the Black Lives Movement. You know, so this podcast really became my platform. In episode 27, we talked about resilience. How much longer were we going to have to deal with all of this? Nobody knew, but we had that conversation. You know, the tools shared and those conversations, they really helped to know that we were in it all together, right? And as the year progressed, I was able to share more of myself and my thoughts and the people in the world whose ideas are of interest to me. So that was just a pretty cool thing. Which brings me to benefit number three. Benefit three for me is I shared not only my thinking and my expertise during those episodes, but I shared my own story across the podcast in multiple episodes. And the podcast really gave me a place where I could introduce myself, where I could reveal myself in different ways. You know, episode number one, it was the big introduction and the general how I went from there to here story. But the real juice is in the bits of the story that we weave throughout our content for the audience. So in episode nine, I shared how I learned the concept of process from my first job at Carvel. Also an early start in pop culture. I love um, being cemented in pop culture history and <laughs> knowing the scoop on Fudgy the Whale. And all of you know the crow story, right? Episode 15, I talk about the crow and how that became my branding, you know, inside of my branding and the various stories I share about how I met and created connections with different women who were on as guests, like in episode five, Holly Gillen. I've shared my love for art and my fine art background in many episodes. I, you know, I mentioned episode eight already where I did the whole episode on activism through art. 
in episode 21, Moving Through, and How Art is How I Relax in episode 11. The long game is rest. I've shared my core values in episode 40 and my love of chocolate in episode 44. And the cool thing is, as I dive into what's next for me, I already know it's more stories to share, right? Year one just scratched the surface and I really plan to go deeper. And some of the work that I've been doing in my own business now, story has just been popping up. So I'm really excited to have the platform to continue to share, let those stories out. So I shared my story. This is benefit four. And yes, I was able to share my expertise as well. So many of the episodes involve strategy and business strategy. You know, the solo episodes I create are really built upon foundational ideas that I work with my clients on to grow their businesses. The long game is showing up. The long game is finding your voice. The long game is systems, relationships, noticing. All of these are concepts that I was able to highlight and they really mean something. They're not just a title. They are a philosophy. They're an additive, a way of seeing, a way of being a business owner. And really, they boil down to my philosophy on business. And we talk strategy with so many guests too, from episode three, Facebook ads with Laura Ball, to launch strategies with Krista Smith in episode 16, to working smarter, not harder in episode 43. It was a step in talking about what I do on a broader scale, infusing strategy throughout the business building process. And, you know, a favorite of mine this year was doing multiple episodes on the course and membership process. This is an area where my expertise has really grown in the past few years. And and I'm able to bring that forward through those episodes. I'm really touched when I hear people respond by saying, what you said made me realize, and they go on with their thought. That is satisfaction to me right there. All right, number five, the benefits of having a podcast for a full year. This podcast has helped me hone in on what process works for my business. You know, there's so many factors that go into how to grow a business. And I've learned that it all starts with the business owner. Understanding my own individual goals and how I define success That's allowed me to keep choosing the path that's right for me. The process of producing the podcast for the past year has also taught me about my own work process. You know, when it comes to creating content, what are the best ways for me to harness my ideas? How am I going to make it work with my VA? You know, what are the systems we need to get this live every week? And ultimately, what do I want to talk about and feature? And number six, the number six benefit of having this podcast this year. This one is nearest and dearest to my heart. You know, the best part of having a podcast is that it's another way for my daughter to learn from me. Besides seeing the process and understanding that I'm recording, yes, I holler to the whole house, like, shut up, I'm going to record. You know, my daughter has started asking to listen to my podcast at bedtime. You know, she's got um, an echo device in her room And I play children's podcasts for her at night. And that's how she falls asleep. And she's started asking to listen to the long game. And I love seeing her and taking in what's being created. You know, 
right in our own home. She's understanding that and seeing what's being produced. And she's learning that she can make an impact with what she does. And she's learning that she can put herself and her artwork out there just like her mom does. So, you know, that's a big one for me, guys. So the long game style is really understanding that the build is over time. And it's crazy to me that I'm feeling the full effects of the podcast now, like one year later. It took a long commitment to feel this wave of feelings and impact from what I'm doing. You know, anytime the going got tough with planning or recording, like I just went forward. You know, stopping wasn't an option. You know, I didn't know how far I'd go, but I just kept and keep going. And so much has happened in the past month as I work up to this date and recording this episode. You know, I'm being pitched for guests to come on my show every week. You know, people say, people, people I see or people write to me that they're listening to the show or they drop me a note or they ask me how the podcast is going. Like there's an energy about it and they're associating me with it. The activity around this milestone mark of one year has really shown me the benefit of consistency. And here's the real facts. I went from zero people engaging with content that I created to almost 5,000 downloads. And this is real people listening and engaging weekly and monthly with my content. You know, my work, it can be found everywhere now. iTunes, Spotify, and even Amazon Podcasts, which not everyone gets on because you have got to be creating consistently for a time period to be accepted on that platform. You know, this means that more people can find me. And as I move forward, my audience is going to grow exponentially. And it's creative to put a show together. You know, I put a lot of myself and my ideas into each episode. I write and I prep for guests. And I continue to be jazzed by the ideas I have. Keep moving forward. And it's a joy to be creative and to have this as part of my business. And I do not create this podcast alone. If it weren't for my team, (laughs) this would have ended last May. (laughs) Maybe. Just kidding. I'm not sure. But really, I want to thank my numero uno, Grace, who keeps us on schedule, moves this podcast along each week, and spearheads the Pinterest campaign. And I also want to thank Phyllis, who handles the production aspects of the podcast. Seriously, these two women working together allow for me to only have to handle the content. I write and record, and Grace and Phyllis handle the rest. You know, it's no small feat week after week. So a big thank you out to you guys. And I want us to say a sincere, heartfelt thank you to everyone who has approached me saying they've listened. You know, it happens in different ways on different days, but it's a boost that keeps me going. So thank you, everyone. I love doing this, and I'm even more lit up than ever to bring your two to you. So stay tuned for epic long game ideas. Those of you who are with me, you know, be sure to hop on iTunes and leave me a review. It really does a lot to boost the visibility of this podcast. If you like what you hear, if my raspy jersey resonates with you, take a minute and leave your thoughts. You know, again, I have something special for 10 of you who leave a review before May 10th. If you listen to this, then you know 
show up for each other. So let others know what you love and let me know that you're listening. All right, guys, I love you all. Thank you so much for the support this year and I'll see you next week. Thanks for joining me today. You can access more info in the show notes at thelonggamepodcast.net. If today's show connected with you in some way, please share it with your friends or hop on iTunes and leave me a review. Until next time, keep playing the long game.